Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Did you know that one of crypto's best use cases is also a tax-saving strategy? I'm talking about donating crypto to your favorite charity. The Giving Block makes it easy for the crypto community to support important causes with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and dozens of other cryptos. Choose from over 1,200 vetted nonprofit organizations, donate any amount, and then hold on to your tax receipt. When it's tax time, you could save big. Your donation could offset some or most of what you owe on that huge capital gains line. Make smart money moves while making a difference. To learn more, visit thegivingblock.com NFP. That's thegivingblock.com NFP. And let's show the world that crypto is good. Hey, this is NFP, the non-fungible podcast with me, D. Klein. Today's episode is brought to you by the Koi Network. Koi makes minting NFTs super easy and inexpensive. Just drag and drop your file using their NFT wallet, Finny, and Koi takes care of the rest. Minting costs as little as one cent, so you can create as many NFTs as you want. And when they're viewed by other people, you even earn Koi tokens that you can use to fund your next series. Check it out at koii.network. Hey, Bartolo Mayo, the Chief Operating Officer of Cryptomon. Welcome to NFP. I'm so glad you could join me here today. Hey, hey, Dave. Great to be here. Thanks so much for hosting us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a little different than the stuff I usually do. I'm usually more focused on NFT is kind of specifically the artist, the art scene. This is kind of more in the gaming scene. Of course, there's an artistic element to it. Um, but when I look at this, of course, the thing you think of immediately is Pokemon, you know, and think yeah. back to like, you know, the old Tamagotchi that, you know, at least when I was a kid, these were popular and you'd have the little hatchling there and you had to take care of it. And Of course, uh, we're, I think we're all around the 90s kids, right? So we grew up with, uh, with that stuff. I remember uh, also <laughs> taking care of my uh, Tamagotchi at some point when I was little and then uh, moving on to, uh, to Pokemon. I was actually trading Pokemon cards, which was highly, um, let's say, not allowed in my school back in Australia. Yeah, yeah. A lot of schools <laughs> shut that down because there were so many fights that happened over it, conflict. Yeah, exactly. So these kids were fighting all the time, but uh, I was there right in the middle of it, uh, trading Pokemon cards. So, uh, so yeah, it goes way back and <laughs> The idea to Cryptomon came to us, uh, let's say, back earlier last year. Uh, we were looking yep. at the, you know, the the Crypto Kitties, uh, which took the market by storm, kind of broke mm -hmm. the Ethereum for uh, for a bit, uh, flooding it with transactions. And um, we looked at that and we said, look, this is super cool, right? These are NFTs. You can you can they're art. You can have them. You can collect them, but there's no real interaction to them. I mean, once you have them, mm -hmm. what, what can you do with these? Um, so we went back to the roots and, you know, not, not to reinvent the wheel or not to do anything crazy. We said, okay, what are the games that defined our generation? And uh, suddenly it came up to be Tamagotchi and Pokemon. So we said, okay, what happens if we, you know, start leveraging these, these NFTs, the power of the NFTs and the crypto uh, together with mechanics that have worked for, uh, for, uh, for decades. And uh, well, then the idea was of uh, Cryptomon was born. Right on. And so it's funny when you say that, you know, because when I think of that era, the 90s, so much of the NFT space seems to really find that era appealing. I would guess that's got to be the largest demographic of NFT. Like, yeah, I think I think especially in in in, in the gaming sector, you know, the, right. the experience the experience that you had playing these games back when you were a kid, 
and of course the age helped because you know you were little and you were really getting immersed mm -hmm. into the game you know you were really closing your eyes and imagining okay how's you know how could it be if i'm walking down the street and i have my pikachu here with me and then you know i can really <laughs> engage with this in real life and i think the 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 attractiveness of nft especially in this context is that it it takes us one step closer to making that a reality and that's why we really define Cryptomon as, you know, not only a play and earn game, and we'll get back into that, but we define it as a living NFT. Living, living NFT because it's not just, indeed, a piece of uh, art that you acquire and collect, right. but it's really something that once you acquire, it's going to be with you. You can interact with it. You can play with it. You can make, you can make it, you know, uh, it's, it's, its life is basically governed by how you interact with this uh, living NFT concept. So it's your digital pet, and you have to take care of it. You have to train it. You have to bring it into battle, and you can really start, you know, engaging with it on a on a daily basis. Uh, and as you do so, that that NFT will grow also in value because it's not only not only you know a, 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 um, a cryptomon which is highly trained is worth more on the market than a cryptomon which is just born. So there's mm. there's a lot of engagement going on that we're thinking about. Okay, how can we really take this NFT to the next level, not and really give it a utility whereby you know, the gaming aspect helps us bring that forward in the sense that you can make you can make it do a lot more thing with respect to what the let's say the artists NFT are doing right now. Yeah, and it's I think it's where a lot of like let's call them NFT skeptics. Yeah. Don't really I, get that. Okay, it's cool that you can take an image and sell it as an NFT. I do it myself. I'm an artist, you know, but it can do so much more than just be an image that you're selling. There's this whole programmability side and utility side that most people don't really get yet. It, it's it's quite early, I think, with with a lot of yeah. new technologies and new things. Mm -hmm. You always get the you know you get the early adopters which completely become fan uh, and, and really leverage the the technology right from the beginning. And then you get the 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 more the you know the late adopters which kind of look at it with a bit of mistrust and say, okay, but I mean, why is so much money going into a you know a PNG image? And, and, and that's also, it's great, right? It's allowing a lot of artists to emerge and fund their projects with, through NFTs. Um, mm -hmm. But our, what, what we really want to think about, and we are thinking about in every step that we do in this game development is, okay, how can we really make the NFT the core of what we're doing? Uh, and indeed, it's the entry point of the game. And it's also the, you know, from, from day zero to day 100 of the, of the game to the end of, of, of the crypto one game, your, the NFT will always be in the center of, of your experience. Now, when I look at this, this has been around since like April last year kind of thing. Is that accurate? Yeah, ish. Uh, we, let's say we put the landing page up in, in May uh, together with the first, let's say, version 1.0 of the draft uh, of the white paper. Um, right. So it really started as a, we're coming from a background of, of, let's say, company, lean company development, right? So we wanted to approach this on, a, on an experimentation basis and, and to keep it lean. So we, we mm -hmm. made a first version of a landing page. We drafted the first version of the white paper and we just put it online together with $200 of Facebook advertisement before <laughs> Facebook realized that we were a crypto game and they didn't Ooh. allow that. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> we managed to spend $200 on Facebook before they shut us off. Um, <laughs> so, um, well, long story short, um, it, it went viral. Uh, so in, in the space of a couple of weeks, you know, we were with thousands of people in our Telegram groups and on our Discord channels. And it was in June when we really started to, to start developing the game itself. So it, it took us mm -hmm. a couple of months to build, you know, build the first things, find it, the game development studio, of course, and uh, start the, the proper game development. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about that it's less than a year that we are in this, in this space and we've achieved so much. So I'm really happy with, uh, with the progress that we've made and with the team, it's been fantastic. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So we've talked about how it's similar to things like Tamagotchi, uh, Pokemon. What makes, you know, Cryptomon unique? What, what is it that, you know, it's not just a ripoff of Pokemon, for example? No, we're trying to mix things. Um, let's say this. It's more similar than different with respect to Pokemon right. and Tamagotchi, um, with some notable, notable differences, of course. In the end, we don't want to, you know, when you look at mechanics that have been working indeed for, for quite a few years, look at the Pokemon game itself, you know, from the first Pokemon that came out on the, on the Game Boy, uh, black and white, to the Pokemons that you get now, the game has changed, it's evolved, but the core mechanics are very, very similar to what they were back in the day. Right, and before so when, Pokemon, there were other games that used the same mechanics, like the mechanics. So gathering the, or whatever. These are, these are mechanics that work, right? These are mechanics yep. that have, have proven to engage quite a large amount of audience over a sustainable period of time. So yes. under, under, under some sense, we don't want to reinvent the wheel. We know that these mm -hmm. are, are games that have worked and that you know putting different elements of these different experiences together, uh, we believe that we can make something which is, let's say, based on the fundamentals of these games, but indeed visually unique. Um, where we differentiate is that indeed, you know, back when we were all playing back Pokemon on the Game Boy, we all had Pikachus and we all had Charizards and they were all exactly the same. Now, through the leveraging of the NFTs, uh, NFT mechanic, each, each Cryptomon is perfectly unique, not only in its ability and its DNA, its ability to battle, its, 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 its hunger, the, you know, the, the, the need for cuddles and to the, the need to play with you, uh, but also visually how it's you know, visually represented. So its style, it's completely unique. So we're working with generated procedure uh, and graphic mechanics, uh, mm -hmm. which make sure that each Cryptomon is you know, also visually completely, completely unique. Um, adding to that the fact that, of course, it's a play and earn game, and here's where I want to differentiate from the play to earn games, because we see yeah. a lot of, you know, play to earn games which are exploding right now, but um, we always say we're a gaming company first and a crypto company second. We want the game to be uh, highly engaging and a, a game that, you know, people that they want to play because they enjoy playing the game. The fact that you right. can make some, some money off of it and you can, you know, bring some money home on the back, it's a, it's, a, it's a cherry on the cake. It's the icing. It's not, it's not the, the core. We see a lot of, of these play-to-earn games out there which have a completely different approach, and it's all really about the earning mechanics. Yeah. Um, when, which when... it always gets you to go the cheapest route, the cheese route. You know, like I've already seen it. You know that game Elden Ring that came out the other day? There's no, already people. It. <laughs> oh, it's brand new. Uh, it's kind of, have you ever played um, uh, Dark Souls or Bloodborne? Yeah, okay. Kinds of games? Yeah. Okay. Same kind of style of game. And there's already people showing videos of how to kill these monsters the cheesiest way possible. Like basically, you, know, yeah. you, you hide behind a pillar and you kind of just stab at it for like <laughs> two hours, you know, just giving it one hit point damage, you know. So, yeah, the, the, the lot of, I find a lot of those play to earn games, you know, that mechanic becomes such an emphasis that it kind of ruins the gameplay in a way. Indeed. And it, it also... Um... It limits the the target audience that you can that you can go mm. and, and and bring on board, right? Um, play to earn games are obviously now extremely popular in certain areas of the world, uh, with mm. you know Europe and America slightly and uh, lagging behind in terms of adoption. And we think that's mostly due to the fact that indeed there's a lot of focus on the earn uh, and a lot less focus on the play. So if right. you can make a game that is highly engaging and and, and nice to play with. You can also bring on board the, let's say, the whole world, not only the people that are there predominantly for the earn, because yeah, of course we have to cater to them. But if we also give them an, a nice gameplay, then we can also right. bring people on board where, you know, you know, if I'm uh, a professional making 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 a lot of money, I'm not there for the for the for the earn bit. I'm I'm there for the play bit. 
And then the earn is just, well, hey, I made, I made $10 today, fantastic. In cooperation with the Coin Network, I am presenting Atomic Zombies by D. Klein. You can find these at atomiczombies.io. We've got 10,000 zombies that will eventually be available, each with their own set of random generative characteristics. You can watch your zombies' characteristics unlock, emerge, and evolve as they receive more attention online, powered by the Coin Network and proof of real traffic. Check it out at atomiczombies.io. So yeah, that's interesting. That with that, that's they're earning in Kmon. Is that correct? The token? Yeah, that's that's the one. So uh, you want to tell linked, me about that? Yeah. So we've 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 linked our own crypto uh, um, coin. It's uh, it's it's a Binance uh, coin. It's uh, it's called indeed Kmon. Uh, mm-hmm. We launched it in the market, uh, yeah, right about uh, it was in August, I think. Uh, we, okay. we launched it on the market, and that's going to be the let's say complete in-game economy of the the, the Cryptomon uh, the Cryptomon game. Um, so right now with with Kmon already, if you go to our, our marketplace, for example, with Kmon you not only are earning in-game rewards with Kmon, but you can also spend that Kmon in our marketplace either to buy a new Cryptomon, uh, either an egg or a, a you know a young Cryptomon already hatched. Uh, or um, in-game uh, items which help you progress throughout the game. So, for example, you can right. buy loot boxes, potions. Uh, as of today, because we went live with our Tamagotchi um, uh, gameplay, so you can now start taking care of training your Cryptomon and doing the uh, the daily quests, which we, we've just recently launched a couple of days ago. Um, so, the Kmon coin is basically the infrastructure that powers the the whole whole mechanics. How's that going with the uh launch of the questing is it running pretty smoothly i mean a lot of time when that stuff's new it can be a little bit of an overwhelming experience. it's always it game development is is a challenge game development yeah. in crypto is even sure. is even harder <laughs> because everybody okay. in the crypto world expects things to happen overnight and mm-hmm. you know typically when you develop a game you need to invest two to three years to make it you know to make a proper uh, fully fully fledged game um, we released the MVP back in December, which was just a few months after we had the initial idea that, that you know, started all of this. So the, the way that we're approaching it is phase releases. Uh, we're not going to promise our community a, a whole game in, in uh, two months. We see a lot of that right. also happening, you know, lots of false <laughs> promises in the market. Uh, that's not the way that we want to approach it. Uh, so we've broken it down. We've broken down the roadmap into few key deliverables, few key steps in terms of gameplay. Uh, so in December, we went live with our, let's say, version 1.0, which was indeed was the Tamagotchi. Uh, mm-hmm. Building on top of that, uh, we've just released a quest. So each, uh, each, each player now is going to get a weekly quest chain of 10 quests. And based off on how far they get through the quest chain, uh, they can earn rewards, both in terms of in-game items and Kmon coin. Um, we are um, about to release the breeding mechanic. So uh, say if you have a Cryptomon, you can breed it with another Cryptomon, either your own Cryptomon or through our marketplace, make uh, an offer to bid with somebody else's Cryptomon. And there is the first real uh, start the earn mechanic because you can start generating and minting new NFT from, uh, let's say, the, the Cryptomon uh, Mama and Cryptomon uh, Papa. So and let me yeah. understand this. You're saying you wouldn't have to necessarily own that other Cryptomon. You would just pay someone for the purpose of breeding. Is that what you're saying? Indeed. You can list your Cryptomon as available for breeding on our marketplace. And yeah. you can well, name your price, of course. And then uh, any other player can uh, make you an offer or uh, or ask for uh, for uh, for the for the breeding of, of your Cryptomon. 
and uh, hmm. well, a new egg is a new crypto one egg is generated. Uh, so then that egg can either be well, used by the player inside the game or again uh, put in the marketplace for a third party setting. Oh, cool. Different topic. I'm curious about about the artistic team behind this. You know, what what, it, what was involved in the creation of these? Yeah. So um, the the immediate requirement was that indeed they would be unique, right? Because we started from mm -hmm. the unique DNA, so we also had to had to have a unique visual appearance. Mm -hmm. um, we're working with a top-notch game developer studio, uh, and we also have, let's say, uh, development and design resources internally. So they're working really close at hand together, um, and. For now, we've developed this uh, procedural generated uh, graphic machine, which allows us to generate a very high number, I don't even remember the number of zeros, uh, completely um, you know, unique cryptomon in terms of design. Uh, your cryptomon will be, let's say, will have some elements of the design in terms of colors, plumes on the hair, the type of tail, the type of legs, the type of chest, based on what element it is. So it's a, if it's a mm -hmm. fire, if it's a grass, if it's a ground, you will see that they have certain you know, traits that Put them you can immediately tell with your eye hey this is a ground cryptomon or this is a fire cryptomon uh, but then in terms of the specifics everything everyone is everyone is uh, is unique um, with the other challenge of course that this is a, li a living nft so we go from the design mm -hmm. of an egg to the design of a cryptomon baby which is the ones that you see now on the market we will now be able with the breeding to also evolve them to cryptomon juniors so you will see that cryptomon is actually you know growing with you uh, and then it will become a young adult and then it will become at some point old and also the the way that it looks but also the way that you the what you can achieve in game uh, as your cryptomon gets older uh, slightly changes because of course the its ability to fight its ability to breed its ability its, you know needs in terms of tamagotchi mechanics are going to change based on the phases of of the of the life of that cryptomon so some of those activities those aren't those aren't all on chain are they i mean that would be a pretty enormous cost if all of those interactions were Absolutely. So, absolutely. So we we try to minimize the fees. That's also a decision on why we decided to go on Binance because the the, right. the, the fees are quite low um, uh, when compared them to other chains. Um, so we do let's say the essential is on chain. Everything that has to do with your NFT is on chain. Um, anything that adds value to your NFT is going to be on chain. However, everything else is going to be, let's say, within the game and off-chain to indeed minimize the number of, uh, of transactions on the, on the chain itself. So uh, maybe break that down for me a little bit. As you're doing these interactions, maybe there's a point in time at which your Cryptomon upgrades in one sense or another. That's yeah. a point at which it would be an on-chain activity. Exactly. So imagine that you're hatching it and it's becoming, a, you're hatching your egg and it's becoming a, a baby Cryptomon. That's on-chain. Uh, in mm -hmm. the future, if you're if you're buying an NFT item and adding it to your Cryptomon, for example, a skin, a sword, whatever it may be, that's going to be on chain. Um, mm -hmm. If you're feeding your Cryptomon or if you're healing it, uh, that's you know you're giving it a, a candy box or you're giving it a fish or a cake or whatever. That's off chain because okay. those parameters are changing all the time. I mean, you're feeding your Cryptomon now; now it's full, and then the machine start the counter starts again towards it you know, getting hungry again. So that, that would be completely crazy to go, on, to go on chain with. Right, yeah, exactly. That was my thought. So, you know, when you're doing this, obviously, you know, the end goal I'm feeling like, because I know what this is, the appeal of Pokemon in the end was for them to battle other Pokemon, right? So I know that's still in the works. Can you talk about what the plans are there? Yeah, so indeed, uh, two big, two next uh, deliverables for us are first the PVE. Uh, where you can start mm -hmm. engaging your cryptomons in, let's say, environments, uh, challenges, and battles. Right. Uh, and then the step after that is the PvP. 
okay. and that I think is going to really unlock the what we have in terms of long-term vision of the crypto experience. You know, we're imagining you know an esports almost type of experience where people come to a stadium and watch the grand final tournament of Cryptomon, uh, where people had to have go through multiple tournaments and multiple qualifications to become you know the the Cryptomon champion of the year. So yep. we really envision um, a, a, play, um, a situation where you you have your tournaments. Uh, you can take your Cryptomon team. You can take your Cryptomons. Go to and enter the tournaments participate obviously if you win the tournament or if you come at a, at a high place and have a high ranking in the tournament you're also earning because indeed play and earn uh, but in the end uh, multiple qualifications round until you have the you know the grand finale uh, in the, and you know enter the the cryptomon league uh, so in, in that sense also quite similar to the to the pokemon effect uh, where you could you know work your way up and then become the, the pokemon master pokemon champion Right. So I'm thinking about, you know, what my experience has been in some games like that is, you know, if you're not there right at the beginning, breeding this ultra powerful Cryptomon, that's going to be the elite one that's crushing everybody else in these tournaments. It's tough if you come in, you know, weeks, months later. How do, how do you kind of counter that uh, problem for new entries, you know, months down yeah. the road? It's a really good question. And we've, we've thought a lot about it. Um, each Cryptomon has two ways we, we, we balance this, this mechanic. Each crypto mm -hmm. one has a generation. So uh, we've now reached up to generation 10 of cryptomons, uh, going from generation zero. Um, so the let's say it's a increase as, as the more cryptomons we get, the more higher the generation of the crypto will go. So the first sure. zero to hundred. So those are like tiers, so to speak. Yeah, so it's it, it's following a double sequence. So from zero to hundred, it's generation zero. From one to two, it's generation one. From two to four hundred is generation, it's generation two, and so forth. Um how, how does this impact the game? Because indeed, the DNA of your cryptomon, also when you breed it with another cryptomon, the baby is going to get the DNA of the mother and the DNA of the father. However, based on the, on the, the generation that you have, the mutability of that uh, DNA of the, of the child is going to change. So if you have, let's say, the latest generation is a generation 10, and you're breeding a generation 10 with a generation 10, the mutability factor, the randomness of the mutability factor is going to be very high. Which I means see. basically two things, you know, um, if you're lucky, uh, uh, two bad cryptomons can breed, you know, a Cristiano Ronaldo cryptomon because the mutation factor is extremely high uh, versus if you have a strong cryptomon, really strong cryptomon, and you want to keep that those elements of the DNA, then you're going to go look for to breed it with, you know, a very low generation, generation zero, generation one, because the mutability and the randomness of that, of that, uh, of that uh, new cryptomon is going to be very, very low. I so see. in this sense, so you're really just kind of, of refining it in a sense. Yeah, exactly. So with this way, what, what we say is that, you know, you can enter Cryptomon uh, through an entry level Cryptomon that you can buy on our marketplace. Uh, but then, you know, you can start working your way through breeding and through rethinking about what you're trying to achieve through, through, through breeding to having an ever stronger uh, Cryptomon. And you can also, of course, then train your crypto one. So take the talents that it already has and give, give them training. Uh, and that's again in the already out in the Tamagotchi mechanics, um, so that you can make your that crypto one that crypto one stronger through time. So we want to make it in a way that you know, even if you're you know, joining us a few months from today, uh, then you can still have an engaging uh, experience. Uh, also, because the level of the players that you're going to be matched with or the tournaments that you will participate in, as always, they're going to be, let's say, matched with the, the rest of the people that are uh, around you at the same level. So it is matching you according to certain parameters then? 
yeah, I don't want to spoil anything because it's still in the development works, of course. So of course. <laughs> we are everything is still let's say being being defined and being refined, I would say at this point. Uh, but of course, we're going to make it in a way that's fair for everybody to play and to to you know become part of this world and have a have a great experience while while playing it. It reminds me of playing StarCraft and getting randomly matched up with like some diamond player and just getting yeah. annihilated yeah, uh, in uh, five minutes. I was playing FIFA with my brother last night and we got matched with, you know, some guy that had Pele and Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi all in one team. And we're like, okay, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's where this whole, that's where there can be a problem. I'm in Canada. I'm, I, I love NHL games. I always have. Yep. And I would work on this team and build it up and get it better and better and better. But eventually you'd get up. There was, there's like 20 divisions in it. And I, I could work my way up to division two, but if to get into the top division, you literally had to buy yeah. players you yeah. could not get into that top division unless you purchase players with cold hard cash i i feel your pain because indeed i'm playing fifa with my brother and we're playing on foot we're playing multiplayer and and we get to that same spot we're also hanging between division two division one we always try to get yeah. to the top but then yeah then you know especially at the <laughs> You know, at the last stages of the game, you get to a point where everybody's just too strong. The team is too strong for you to, co to compete against. And uh, Right, uh, yeah. It's so it's interesting of, it's that you the... do have some mechanics there to kind of counter that. It reminds me of like Mario Kart, where if you're further back in the race, you know, you get more powerful abilities to catch up, yep. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we, as I said, I mean, we're, we're, we're really thinking this through and we want to make it make it in a way that it's it's rewarding those players that are really trying to you know become the masters become the the, you yep. know, the best trainer out there we need to keep that in mind because of course people are going to be investing time and investing their 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 uh, their experience within this game and they want to become number one they want to become the world champion so we need to give them the possibility to do that in a fair way but we also need to give the you know the the, the young guy that's just installing and, and you know opening a metamask account and then doing crypto for the first time because they've seen crypto and they get excited we also want to have that experience for that for the for that young person also that is not very uh, let's say savvy with the with the crypto space to enjoy and start playing with the with this crypto one and start taking care of it and start uh, you know doing tournaments and uh, battles and having a great experience right now game mechanics wise i mean obviously going to be somewhat similar to something like pokemon uh, anything you can tell us about like elements that might make one player better than another, like in terms of, you know, being strategic or smart about how they're playing. Absolutely. So we need to make this a skill-based game. Uh, right. And that's going to be part of the, let's say, part of the fun in playing is that it's sure. it, it's going to be based, of course, on how much. Yeah, if it's just luck, is. it's boring, right? Exactly. It's it, it's only not boring. Also, regulatory-wise, it that creates some hassle because then you know you go into certain uh, certain aspects where you don't want to go there. So it needs to be a skill-based game. Uh, and to to do that, indeed, you need to you need to really know what your crypto money is good at, and what what other crypto money you're facing because you have the elements. Right. You have your crypto money that has certain you know fighting capabilities or defense capabilities. The crypto money in front of you that you're going to be battling is going having different element and you know defense and attack and constitution capabilities and this is not in the you know pikachu versus charizard this is a unique cryptomon one out of the hundred hopefully hundred thousand cryptomons that will be out there versus another completely unique cryptomon so you really need to get to the bottom of it if you do have one that's say fire-based and you encounter one that's let's say water-based for example i'm assuming there's a water-based and a fire-based yeah um are you going to be going into that fight going ah shit i'm fighting like 
the one that I can't beat kind of thing? Or are there going to be ways you can overcome that? Um, we're thinking about in, let's say, especially when we do the, the, the PVP uh, element of the game, we're thinking of adding stuff that you can, you know, use in battle as well. So temporary okay. power-ups, especially, uh, you know, trainings that you could give to your Cryptomon before entering, entering a tournament or entering, entering a battle. It's, it's all about preparation. Um, mm -hmm. So there will be some elements where the, the, the player can influence that single battle by using in-game items. However, if, you know, it's also part of the game. If you are going against a player that has a crypto one, which is way stronger than you, and he plays the, the, the he or she plays the cards better and, you know, puts it into, into play against one of your weakest uh, crypto ones, both because it's a, either a weak crypto one per se, or because they got the, the game of the cards right, you know, to get the, you know, fire versus water, or water versus ice, et cetera. Uh, so if that happens, well then, yeah, it's going to be really tough to, 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 to win that battle. Sure, sure. Now, is this mostly played on mobile then, or is it a desktop game? For now, it's a desktop game. Uh, right. So we're we're on Unity, and it's a desktop game. We've already started developing, let's say, the uh, mobile app version of our Treasure Hunt, um, mm -hmm. which is something that we should talk about. Uh, so it is okay, going to be okay. Okay, that kind of an AR type thing. Be, it is going to be mobile game. Uh, we're now working okay. on, on two things: uh, transitioning this to a 3D and then to a mobile game. So uh, it's, okay. it's high in their development agenda. So we are working towards a mobile application, yeah. As soon as you started Treasure Hunt, of course, I immediately thought Pokemon Go. Uh, I gave you that bait. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so tell me about that. Well, it's actually on today as we speak. So it's the uh, 26th of uh, February today, and we're, we have our uh, monthly Treasure Hunt going on. Oh, we do? Um, okay. Yep, yeah. So it's a Pokemon Go-like experience, indeed. Uh, players can um, walk and earn in this case. Uh, not play and earn, but walk and earn. Um, okay. We, puts a number of mystery boxes around your location, both private mystery boxes that only you can see and, and public mystery boxes where first come, first serve. Whoever finds them first will, will then open the mystery box. And within the mystery box, you can either find in-game items uh, or uh, crypto, eggs, uh, NFTs. Hmm. So we've it's been hugely successful for us in the past two editions. This is our third time that we do it. Um, and for us, it's also a great way to do to acquire new new users because obviously it's a chance for you to go around. It's completely free to play, uh, chance to go around, uh, engage with your uh, with your city, go into uh, into landmarks, and open a mystery box. And hey, if you're lucky, then you have found yourself a cryptomon. And uh, this cryptomon is your let's say your entry into the into the cryptomon game. And that's an app you can download now. It's now browser based, and we're also now uh, developing the app for it. Yeah. So it's browser-based as of now? Browser-based as of now, yes. Okay. What's the timeline you think for it to be fully a uh, mobile app? Look, we're targeting a couple of months to three uh, to okay. start having the first, let's say, treasure hunt on the mobile. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, that to me, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I recall doing that with my kids with Pokemon Go and we'd, they'd be like, let's go. And they wanted to go for walks. Like they wanted to go, yeah. you know, exercise. No, it's super cool to see because obviously then we see all of these locations on the map, right? And we have these, we, yeah. we publish some in our social media. Maybe you want to go back and check, check some out, but you can then see all these you know, dots, which are really players all around the world at that okay. moment, going around and, and, uh, and hunting for these mystery boxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the funniest thing, the, I got my mother into it. My mother said, no, I want to go hunt cryptomons. And so I was like, all right, if that works with mom, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's fine. She's going to be just dominating people in a year on, on yeah. arena or whatever. I had to set That's everything cool. up for her. She, she, didn't want to, she didn't want to hear no for an answer. 
Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Nice. I was reading here that you have onboarded Simplex, the financial institution. Yep. For the purpose of purchasing the crypto mon I mean the, the token, I suppose. But that yeah. Simplex, that's like a pretty big deal. Is that not? That's kind of a unique thing, isn't it? That's we're very happy. We're very glad to, to be working with Simplex, of course. Um, fantastic guys. Um, look, the, the let's let's put it this way: there are right now around 50 million people in crypto gaming, mm-hmm. and there are two billion people in gaming generally, if you look at around the world. So we need to do everything in our power to the to take away the entry barrier of the crypto element of crypto gaming because yeah. it's it's not so easy for the average Joe that just wants to come back from work and have a gaming experience. You know, you have to install MetaMask, you have to go through a thousand and one steps, well, not a thousand, but you have to go through a number of different steps with a little bit of a high learning curve in order to enter a crypto game. Uh, Simplex for us is going to be one of the elements that we're going to be working with to try to reduce that barrier as much as possible. So mm-hmm. imagine that you can go in and, you know, buy Cayman coin just as you would buy any foot coin or, or FIFA coin on your PlayStation. Take out your, right. your credit card, put in the details, and boom, you're into the game. You don't have to open a wallet. You don't have to you know, register for any exchange, et cetera, et cetera. We need to make it as simple as possible. And Simplex is going to be a fundamental factor to enable uh, to enable that to happen. That's interesting because I just, to me, it's surprising, honestly, that like this is the first ever NFT partnership, if I'm correct, that they are doing. Is that correct? Um, I'm not sure. I don't want to speak for them. <laughs> We're very glad, to, very glad to bring them on board because it's actually um, now, now a while that they have uh, they've decided to partner with us, and I think it was yeah a fantastic experience. We we connected with them right at it was I think I was at the time of our IDO that we started talking with uh, with Simplex. Okay. Uh, so it was um, it was quite early on in our in our project, okay. and I think we had a couple of good calls. We 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 kind of fell in love with each other, and we thought yeah let's make this happen. Uh, so now they're going to no, they're now already on our, on our website and you can you know that's one way that you can engage with the with, with us through them and of course they're going to be a central part of our game going forward that's awesome so you know you've been around a while now you have a project here that's had success you're building on it you have plans you know roadmap and you know i, I see every day there's people looking at new projects and going, oh ooh, i think this one's going to be a good one right and they put some money into it and then there's the old rug pull poof gone right like yeah. What do you? What's your advice to people that are looking at something like CryptoMon and trying to decide? Okay, is this worth getting into, or is this just going to be, you know, you know, a waste of money and you know, two three nah, months? I love the question. We've it's 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 been top of our mind, I and mean, there's a lot of of you know, indeed, rug pulls, shit coins, everything that's going on in, in this space. I've I've you know, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it all. Yeah. Um. So from from the beginning, we're like, okay, how can we really differentiate ourselves from all of this? I mean, we're operating in the space, same space, and we're you know, we're singing the same song at the beginning. So we need to really start you know, differentiating ourselves completely from the the ninety percent of the other things which are going on in this market. Yeah. Um, we started doing that through our community. We now have a really strong community, which we engage with regularly. It's a highly engaged community. They've learned to, to trust us because we've always been extremely transparent. Uh, if you go on our website, our faces are there. Our LinkedIn pages are there. They're not avatars. You can, you know, you know who I am. <laughs> so you can- You're basically you can, doxed is what you're saying. Yeah, it's, we're, we're completely public. We do yep. uh, weekly um, AMAs and video conferences with our, uh, with our, uh, with our community. So, you know, Umberto, I've done some, um, you know, all of us from of the, of the management of the, of the CryptoMon have, have you know, sat down and spoken with the community and answers to the question and doing live chats. 
Um, we're also uh, engaging with the community in terms of you know, our beta testers group is from the community. So everything that we mm -hmm. develop and we put out there first go, goes to a sub subgroup of our community to test out. So they really, they see it day to day. Um, and uh, another thing that we think is extremely important is that we are now uh, in the process of doing an equity fundraise um, because okay. we don't want to, well, of course, it brings credibility. All the partnerships that we do, you know, and big investors would bring credibility. And also because as of today, we haven't sold a single Cayman coin back to the market of our foundation reserve. We're not, we don't want to dump our Cayman coin on the heads of our, of our community. Not unless we, you know, can fundraise another, through other means. So that Cayman coin is, should be there to fund the activities and should be then to fund the game mechanics. Uh, but as of today, we haven't sold uh, any portion of our coin back into the into the market, and the community really appreciates this because it, it's it's different from what the other other um, projects out there, uh, many of the other projects out there are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where is your biggest use? For now, Sorry. for now, we think we've we've hired or have started collaborations with five or six members that are coming straight from our community. So the team is also being, let's say, expanded, uh, or mm -hmm. or uh, community me community members. Uh, are uh, are being you know hired within the team, and uh, okay. we're now working with them. So, hmm. I was going to ask really you community like, first project. Yeah, that's good. I was going to ask you about user base. Where do you see the most people playing these games? I would guess like Southeast Asia is probably one of your bigger markets. Absolutely, our biggest market is Brazil, actually. Brazil, oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, really, really strong in Brazil, and then of course Philippines, Vietnam, Southeast Asia mm -hmm. generally. Let's say these are the 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 the, the, the our, our biggest audiences so far. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, we've we've done a number of activities to, to grow those audiences. Uh, I think we now have over twenty localized communities being run by yep. local moderators in the local language. So aside from our main channels, we also have you know channels in in uh, in each country for each language. Uh, that's greatly helped, uh, and the community there is also driving our growth. We just recently concluded a campaign where there was a let's say community versus community uh, uh, with with prizes involved of the community which could grow the the, the community the the most over a period of time. Mm -hmm. So we, we we also give them the chance to really be involved and say, hey guys, help us in this. You know, you know, be, 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 participate and become active in helping us not only in the game and giving us feedback, but also in in, in growing to and uh, you know bring your friends. Uh, promote us through uh, through your through your, your own social media and it's been fantastic if you go on, on youtube there's a almost ever endless scroll of uh you know content that's being produced every day in a thousand different languages uh that is just being you know user generated where we're not uh, we're, we're not uh, let's say paying for uh, for that content so have you heard any stories of folks that are playing this game and earning from it we see a lot of community engagement i mean one of the the last time that i really had a laugh and made me smile was the last treasure hunt uh, we invited people to take pictures of you know them going around the, the city with friends and we got some really awesome videos you know people invested time in you know taking pictures and videos going back home putting them into you know a 30 second 40 second one minute clip and then sharing it with the, with the community and sharing it with us uh, mm -hmm. one of was fantastic the three guys in italy um, in a car uh, they did it all together, so they were just driving around the town uh, and you know collecting these eggs and eating McDonald's and having a, having a drink <laughs> yeah. you know, all together, just just having fun. Um, in terms of the earn mechanics, it's going to get better as we go along, right? We've just released right. one one little portion of the game, so the quest is going to be the first, let's say, play and earn mechanics that we introduce. Then we have breeding. Then we're going to have the the you know the the PVE. Most importantly, it's going to be when the PVP comes out and we can run these tournaments. 
which are going to be really, uh, let's say, poker stars kind of mechanic based. So you okay. can enter a tournament. There's a prize pot that's defined, and the higher you go up in the rankings, uh, the more you will earn from from the from that tournament. So it's also there. It's an evolution. You know, again, we we're transparent with our community. We can't build everything in in two months. We need we need the time to get it right. Um, so the the more the game goes on, the more the let's say the the, the play and the earn is going to become uh, you know the, the backbone of what we're doing. Any point in the future you think where people will be able to put up their crypto mon as the you know like put it on the line so to speak? You know you have these games where you can actually lose your 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 NFT so to speak. Is that a possibility where you could actually go okay? I'm putting this Cryptomon up against yours and the winner takes the other one's Cryptomon kind of idea? Look, for now, I don't think that's in the works. That would be pretty serious. That's <laughs> where you got to the schoolyard serious. fights. That's where that yeah. happened. Was, yeah. was when you crutched somebody and took their cards. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so for, for now, I don't think that's that's in the works. It can be a, good, it can be a very risky good idea. Let's see how it, yeah. where, uh, where it takes us. That's where it would get serious. Yeah, high stakes, uh, high stakes betting there, but uh, but uh, no, for now the crypto one is is yours. It gets older. I mean, it can freeze if you don't take care of it. It will freeze, uh, and you have to then make some certain number of actions to to unfreeze them and being back to engage them. With so them they are again. still recoverable, like they're not. Yeah, destroyed. Yeah, for now, yeah, yeah. For now that they're recoverable, so you know you have to you have to keep them uh, fed, you have to keep them healthy, and you have to keep them engaged. You have to play with them. And if you don't do these three items, uh, then the, the overall health is going to start decreasing up until the point where the crypto one is, is, is freezing. Right. So it's yeah, and then uh, then you have to uh, you have to uh, do uh, some certain actions to unfreeze them. But yeah, it's it's recoverable. It just reminds me of like you ever played Diablo? You ever played Diablo two, Diablo three? Yeah, Diablo. Yeah, games, yeah, you know, and and there was the hardcore mode where if you die, it's over. Like it's it's that. Yeah, no, no. no and no, playing no. that mode, like you could be just in the most simple fights, and it was intense. Like you know, yeah. you your heart rate was going. So was yeah, 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 yeah. I had the, I had yeah, that same yeah. with uh, with with Hitman at uh, the max level. I mean, no saves. So you get right. to you know you you reach the end of the mission and you do one tiny mix up and then that's it two hours gone and you have to go back and do everything or you make it through and you're like holy shit I no. made it right like it yeah. it's more rewarding right but yeah. yeah quite a lot more intense yeah uh, any uh you know little bits of uh, alpha or exciting news you want to drop here you know before we wrap things up. Yeah, so the next step for us is going to be indeed starting to work on the 3D, the mobile, and the, let's say, PvE and PvP uh, mechanics of the okay. game. So we're hard at work to make that happen. Uh, obviously, it's going to take some uh, some development time, and we're, uh, we're ready for that. Uh, but we really want to make it in short iterations in terms of releases. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it, um, the breeding uh, going live is going to be extremely exciting because it's really going to give a new uh, way of engaging with your Cryptomons and a really new utility to your Cryptomon. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be great. We're very, very keen to see the impact of that on, on the players. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, stay tuned. We have monthly egg hunting uh, treasure hunt campaigns, which is always a good way to get your uh, your hands on a crypto month. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you very much for spending this time with me. And uh, I wish you all the best with all the big plans. Cool. Thanks so much for having us. It was fantastic. Absolutely. Take care. Ciao. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.